I am done watching you fuck up your life. I am done watching you be small. I can't do it anymore. So we're talking about where you're toxic and where it fucking comes from and how to heal it. Sit down and listen up. Recovering Toxic, let's go. Welcome to Recovering Toxic. My name is Dime, pronounced like the coin, but my full name is Diamond No. You can go to diamondno.com if you want my history of what I've been doing on this planet for 25 years. Almost 25 years. All right, let's get into what this is, what we're doing. I am going to forewarn you, this is going to be a highly triggering series. We are not interested in blowing smoke up your ass. I am not interested in making you feel superior than another human. What I am interested in is helping you heal the toxic bullshit in your life, whether that's being bestowed upon you or the toxic within you, which I promise you, ready, trigger one, you're fucking toxic and you just don't know because it's a learned behavior or it's a generational energy that's been bestowed upon you. I want to help you fix that. The guests that are going to be on this podcast, we are going to help you fix that. And we know because we've done it, we were, we were, we became aware, we made it happen. And now we're living in our highest timelines. It's going to be a blend of spiritual tools towards what most would call the awakening process, the evolutionary process, the ascension process. We're going to talk about tarot cards, Oracle. We're going to talk about the desire to not want to be in your body anymore. We've all done, we've all been there. We've all been there. Some of us have even attempted to not be here. So we're going to talk a lot about how we navigate this journey and this path and offer you whatever tools we can to help you arrive at your highest timeline or your best possible life, but help you heal the toxic shit. So that's our goal. We have a very diverse um, lineup of guests that are going to be on this show as well as regulars. So stay tuned for all of that. We're going to talk about, there's nothing off the table with this. So we're all going to be raw and we're going to jump into it. So why did I decide to start this company? I, I but the truth, I was the worst fucking mom until my kids were like, I don't know, late teens. I sucked. I was horrible. And I was not a good mommy at all. And that murders my soul a little bit. I was like, I, I really, and I truly believe that when you know better, you do better. And I really, truly believe fucking do better. I don't have patience for those that don't want to do better. If you have no interest in being better, get the hell away from me because I'm not doing it. That's toxic. I'm not staying there. I will hold a boundary. No, thank you. Not allowed. So I grew up with a few caregivers. I am not pointing fingers specifically to my birth parents. I refuse to really dive into who did what because it doesn't fucking matter. But this is what happened to me. So sexually abused tremendously, raped by the time I was just turning four was my first of a few. Um, my body beaten, my emotions beaten, watching one caregiver with mental health spiral out of control and take it out on me. Um, watched one of my caregivers struggle with addiction, two of my caregivers, different addictions. Um, one was to, it doesn't matter, addiction, um, an endless stream of lies and manipulation in order to take away from their own bullshit and have another caregiver projected onto me. I was literally the kicking can in a lot of situations. I experienced dyslexia. I don't own or have anything. 
It's just an experience. So step one, you're going to stop owning shit. It's an experience. I experienced dyslexia. I experienced communication learning disabilities. I was told my whole life that I was stupid and I would never be anything to marry the first man that came and came and asked me and to hope for the best because I was a piece of shit. Basically, I was told I was too short, too skinny. I was very underweight as a child um, because I wasn't fed. <laughs> there is that food was also something that was withheld. Um, a lot of shit, a lot of shit. And the caregivers in my world, a couple of them chose to do better. And most of them chose not to, they chose to continue to be self-serving, toxic victims to their own perception, their own reality, their own whatever. Right. So it was hard. It was painful. I did not want to be on this planet. The first time I attempted to not be on this planet, if you get my point, I was eight. I was going to throw myself in a dam. Um, the second time I was 14, the third time I was 18. And I fantasized about it several times after that until I figured it out. I came from broken, devastated, no worth, no hope, no faith, no anything. Um, literally trying to hide from the world and project this persona of being strong and being independent and being driven. And that caused its own other set of problems for me. So all of the abuse and all of the turmoil that I went through as a child led me to believe that who I was was not enough, obviously, right? We do that. Secondly, that if I was seen for the wrong things, I would be ridiculed and broken down even more. Third, trying to hide and overcompensate for the learning disabilities that I was experiencing. Turns out I have a fucking crazy high IQ and I'm actually like really, really intelligent, um, but I didn't know that then. I thought I was dumb. I thought I was ugly. I thought it was all of the horrible low stories that we, that were projected onto me. Um, I came up, I became a mom at a really young age due to complicated, unnecessary, but my, some of my caregivers decided that they were going to come Jehovah's Witnesses when I was like early teens. And I was forced into that. And I was told that if I didn't get baptized, then I wasn't allowed to have a boyfriend. And I was so desperate to have a boyfriend because I was gay. And I didn't want people to know that I was gay. So therefore, I needed a boyfriend in order to validate that. And I couldn't have one unless I got baptized in the religion. So boof, baptized. Only to find out several years later that because I was baptized, when I decided that that wasn't right for me, which it clearly wasn't, I would be disowned by my entire world. And that they would try to take my children from me, not because I was a bad person, but because the religion is, goes hand in hand with law. So awesome. Awesome. Struggled a lot all the way up until my thirties. Um, figured a lot of stuff out along that path. Let me tell you so much each year that went by, learned so much, tattooed each massive lesson all over my body. Like I am a map of what not to do and what to do right, honestly. Um, so all of this struggle and being able to arrive where I am right now with the last final lesson a few years back of where my vulnerability was still toxic led me to be able to co-create the life that I want with universal flow with intention. Okay. So we've got some spiritual stuff that's going to happen here. It's okay. If you're not spiritual, you're just going to pick up on things, take what resonates, leave out the rest. We are going to talk about star seeds as well, quite a bit. 
Um, I am a starseed. I am a psychic. I am all those things. That's for a different day. But I, the point being, I was beaten down and everything was taken from me. And I overcompensated trying to be seen for whatever I could that would be acknowledged and accepted. And because I just wanted to be kept, guys. My whole life, all I wanted was to be understood. I wanted someone to tell me that the amount of anxiety I was experiencing that would prevent me from leaving my house was normal, that we could fix it. I wanted someone to tell me that the thoughts I had of not being here in this body on this planet, it's okay. That's all right. It's normal. We're going to work through that. I wanted someone to help me understand that I wasn't a freak show, that I was, there wasn't anything wrong with me, that I was capable of arriving where I am right now. I'm living my best timeline. I have a business that is global. And I'm sharing this because if I can do this, if this fucked up creature right here can get to where I am, let me tell you what you can do, okay? So I am living my highest timeline. I have the love of my life. I have the most incredible relationship with my children. I have the most amazing soul family. I don't have real family. I have soul family at this point in my life, except for my children. Um, my business is global. We're very successful. I am a driven, badass boss. I have boundaries. I am comfortable with my inner bitch. I have no problem putting you in your place and telling you no thank you. And I have no problem opening up this giant fucking heart I have and offering you the world. I have arrived at my highest timeline and it's just going to get better. And I want to share that only because if that, if who I was can get here, you can get here because I know what not to do because it took me far too long to figure this out. I didn't know I was toxic. I didn't know that the way I looked at my caregivers was creating more problems in my life. So here's tool number one, your belief that you believe in your subconscious, meaning you don't know what you believe. You're born with a set of caregivers, whether that's birth parents or other. I had all of the above. You're born with that. They look at the world a certain way. So they think money is hard to get. You have to work hard for money or greedy people have money or money's great. They think that the world is a dark, scary place and it's unsafe. Or they think, well, the world's an adventure. They think they believe that love is hard to find or hard to work for or violent relationships are okay or addictions okay or they have the opposite whatever your caregivers believe when you're a baby a toddler a young child pre-adolescent you're looking at the world through their experience because you don't have a choice so it starts to become normal how they see the world how they see themselves and how they see everything around them money love sex drugs alcohol everything, career, everything, you're going to start to believe what they believe, whether you want to or not, there's going to be a piece of you that deep down believes what they believe. Everything in this world is energy. Okay. So your beliefs in your subconscious is an energy that has a vibration. You hear statements like raise your vibration, um, or the law of attraction. We're going to talk about that in a second. So your beliefs vibrate, they radiate like an energy into this bubble around you called your electromagnetic field, your aura. So they radiate out. That's the law of vibration. There's 12 laws. The law of attraction, the manifesting thing that everybody's talking about, the law of attraction, 
that is responding to the law of vibration. So you're always going to receive what your vibration is, what your energy is, what your belief is, because your belief is creating that vibration. So I believed that I was a piece of shit. I believed that men and women were both equally cruel and that women would violate my body and that women would manipulate men in order to then manipulate them to harm me, that money was hard, that you had to hide your money, um, that sex was used as a manipulation tool, that love was violent. I believe that nurturing was not an option. I had a lot of beliefs that were really low vibration and that created a very painful journey of my first marriage. I got married at 18. Do not do that. I don't care how much you think you are in love. You are not in love. You were 18. Your brain doesn't finish developing until you're 25. You become a very different person. It's not that you're too young. It's not that you're immature. It's not that you're not wise. It's that you're, trust me, you're going to be very different after that. So don't ruin your time. Don't waste it. Don't do that. There's that. I don't think anybody does that these days, but you'd be surprised. So anyways, I was forced into marriage at 18 to a man that also was very abusive and had two surprise babies. And then I walked away from it all, which meant leaving a religion. So I was raised as a Jehovah's Witness in my teens, which created its whole other handbasket of trauma. PTSD, walking away from religion is a real thing. It is hard. It is not an easy path. It's a lot of torment. So I went through that journey and trying to figure out custody battle with my um, ex-husband and all the while really truly believing I was gay. That was part of my journey. Um, now, I don't see body parts at all. I just see energy. So Demi, I thought maybe for a long time, Pan for a long time, I thought. Now I'm just like, nah, love is love. Attraction is attraction. It doesn't matter. Um, but I did believe that I truly was attracted to women and wasn't interested in male relationships and was forced into one. Um, had two babies. Okay, cool. Done. Been there. Got it. Was a horrible, shitty mom. Then I went into a different career and that was a whole set of... It's so cringy when you look back on your broken self and go, oh, Jesus, like, fuck, that sucked can't change it. Um, but I was bullied a lot. I mean, I was weird. I still am weird now. I just own it. I didn't own it then. I'm quirky. I'm very dorky and I'm very centric and I'm very, very fucking successful at anything I do. So that created a lot of rift between the weirdness I was and the success that people were like, mm, let's pick on her. So I got picked on and bullied quite a bit. Um, I never felt like I fit in ever anywhere in my entire life ever until I started talking publicly about being a starseed and then that sort of switched but now I have an amazing group of friends and what I would consider family so you can arrive you absolutely can and it's interesting to look back and be like oh because it's in hindsight that we sort of understand but what I want you to take from today is I'm sharing what I'm sharing just to help you understand I am not some stand up on a stage. I've got it together. These are the five steps to having the best life that you want. Here you go. I have no, 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 no. I was an underdog my whole life. I was an underdog. I know, and I will own that. And I am that I will always be there. I have no interest in being important at all. 
not at all. Like, I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I have an interest in helping people heal. I have an interest in helping you heal and not feel the shit that I used to feel. I'm very driven by what I used to feel. I know how painful it is. And I work with clients all over the world who are navigating that path as well. So it's almost like a responsibility. Like I figured it out. I figured out a lot of shit, but I figured that out. And now I feel like it's a pay it forward thing. I don't want you to feel what you're feeling if it's down and low and scary. And I want you to have the best, healthiest, wealthiest, most the, the strongest vitality running through your body. I want you to own your confidence. I want you to own your fucking worth. I want you to walk around like the badass motherfucking you are. You are a walking skeleton with a bunch of meat over top of it that has a whole factory of shit inside your core. We're like, we are interesting, right? I want you to own your power. I want you to own every avenue of who you are. The biggest thing I want for you is for you not to be afraid. I know what it's like to struggle with my identity I, as a little girl. So I was born in the 70s. This wasn't a topic then. I was born psychic and I was pretty confident I was supposed to be a boy and I ended up with a vagina. And I was like, what now? And I did not want to grow into my femininity at all. I resisted it for a really long time. I don't identify as anything sexually. I think that energy attracts energy and I will feel your energy before I will care what body part it's attached to. Um, so that's always been my way. So I thought back in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties, what's wrong with me? Like I'm broken. I am in the wrong body. I don't know. I like all things. I don't have a preference. Like it's not, I don't understand. And then I'm psychic and I'm a star seed and I've been channeling star seed information since I was really little. So this very lost days, confused space where nothing was accepted. And then on top of that, I was beaten down emotionally, mentally, physically over and over and over again, all the way into my first marriage. Then my second marriage, that was a piece of shit, let me tell you. And the whole family dynamic attached to that, they are mean motherfuckers. I was this broken girl going through, anyways, it doesn't even matter. They were mean and that partner cheated on me with a whole lot of people and destroyed any little bit of self-worth I had, right? So we go through these journeys and I want to support you if you've had any of that or all of it like I have. And I do feel that my journey was meant to be hard so I could understand. I can't speak to something I haven't experienced. I can't be like, oh, okay, cool buckle up. Like, it's going to be great. Like, no, it's stupid. Been there, done it. And I will talk to you what I know and what I've been through. And I will support you in arriving on the other end of that. That's my mission. That's my passion. That's like everything that I want to bring forward. With the diversity that we have on this podcast, we have got um, people who very lovingly were able to come out We've got NB, we've got trans, we've got all of these incredible people that are standing in their courage and saying, this is who I am on the inside. This is the most authentic version of me. Here it is. And here's how I got here. Um, so much beautiful information coming forward. We also have other people who have, we've, I'm going to say this, ready? We're all fucking toxic until we learn and identify and become self-aware, we can't heal that toxic. So we've got men and women and non-binary, we've got all of the things 
talking about this is where I was really toxic with how I perceived my life and how I perceived myself. And this is how I arrived. And we have toxic moms. We've got toxic children. We've got toxic dads. We've got all the things. So what I want you to do is in the comments, what do you want to hear about? Where do you want support? You don't have to share your whole story at all. You can just be like, can you talk to blah, blah, blah. You can put a novel in the comments if you want to. We're going to be monitoring all the comments. We will not for a second tolerate one ounce of bullying. If you're going to be an asshole, you're going to get blocked. Not on my watch. You are not harming anybody attached to this. So this is going to be the safest space that we can create. We're going to share everything that we can to help you arrive in a safe space of full authenticity and let go of all of the toxic shit. If it's even a situation where you have to walk away from a toxic family member, we're not advocating for that. I had that happen to me. It's painful. I don't want that for anyone, but I understand it. And some of our guests that we're going to have, the guest speakers have also had that same thing. They've either walk in, walked away from toxic family or their families walked away from them. So we're going to support you in that transition as well, if that's something that you're going through. So whatever topics you want to hear about, I want you to hit them in the comments. We are going to be here. We're going to monitor them and we're going to talk about it. There's nothing off the table. So bring it up we're here for you. I will be 100% transparent and vulnerable in my sharing of all the toxic shit I was. Cause like, Oh God, honestly, Ooh, I'm going to share that. I'm going to share, um, some stories that I have, uh, and we're going to navigate this together. So together recovering toxic, what we're doing until we see each other again, or until you see my face again, I guess. I want you to truly go look in the mirror, look in your own eyes, and I want you to see yourself through my lens because I know you're amazing. So remember, you are valued. You are needed on this planet. Never let that go. We're here for you. We're going to create an entire community. All right. Mwah. Talk to you guys soon.